This is Neo 420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. We've got all the right in the world on our side, and there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on, because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Top Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud to remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand at the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. No one is surviving. Guys, time to put on our packs. Time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. Our fight is not for us. All those generations that's going to come behind us. Save America, folks. That's what we got to do, brothers and sisters. We got to save America. As America is the bastion of freedom, it is the constitutional republic for the people, by the people, it is the Declaration of Independence, it is the Bill of Rights, it is our documents, our country, our freedoms that we have to protect now more than ever. And we're protecting it by defending it and utilizing it to bring down the criminal cabal. Know that all of those documents are our documents, nobody else's. They are we the people's documents to use against the tyrannical people around the world. Today, I want to talk to you, brothers and sisters, about how there are criminals amongst us. And primarily on how they have scammed us over and over And then they go about doing the same thing that they scammed us on in order to try to profiteer from it. That is what all of these scamdemics are about. We've been telling you that these are systems of scams. But let me give you an example. Out here in the commie-controlled Pacific Northwest with all of these weak soy boys and girls with all these different hair colors and all of these different things that they don't even know who they are. But they're going to stay lit up on the dr- the, nat- the uh, legal drug of coffee. They're going to stay lit up on the legal drug of alcohol. And they're going to stay lit up on all these other things. Because that's what they do. It's ridiculous. One of these articles that came out was from the Statesman Journal. And it says, Tavis Nelson, an Oregon lawmaker who is black, stopped by state police twice in one week. You can already tell that this is a racially motivated hit piece that's trying to pull at the strings of sheeple and weak people. 
And you look at this Travis Nelson guy, and whenever I, you go in and read the article, it actually has the video from one of the state trooper vehicles that pulled him over. And that guy was swerving all over the lanes. So he was stopped two separate times. He was stopped at 5.50 p.m. on his commute home from the Capitol Wednesday, February 1st. That time, a different trooper said he pulled him over for using his cell phone during driving. Oregon state law prohibits driving while holding and using a mobile electronic device. And Nelson admits to have been doing that. And even though he admits doing that, he posted on his Twitter page that I only know about because it's a part of this article. And in his Twitter uh, post, he states, quote, my second time this week getting pulled over while leaving Salem. That's where the state capital for, the, uh, for Oregon is located. Says both times the officers ran my plates, checked me for warrants, and then let me go without giving me a ticket. If I had an outstanding warrant, I'd be in jail. Like, what? Yeah, if you have an outstanding warrant, you should be in jail. That has nothing to do with your color. And he says, he, he said that he was let go without giving him a ticket on both times. So what is he complaining about? These crybaby sissy punks just pandering to somebody. Please tell me that I was a victim, please. And this is a guy that's a, 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 a representative for the state. He's a Democrat from Northeast Portland. Just pathetic wimps. Man up. God, this is somebody in legislation that is acting like a crybaby. Like I said, the first time he admitted to using his cell phone and that he shouldn't be doing that and got pulled over, but then he tweeted about it. The second time he got pulled over was from improperly maintaining lanes. And he said um, he admitted to driving over the speed limit and acknowledged that he should have pulled over before attempting to reconnect to an online Zoom call. Nelson said that the call did not include participating on video, only voice. So the guy is not is swerving in on, in his car because he's trying to get on a Zoom call. Like this is not a responsible individual. And what Nelson said was what troubled him was that he believes that he was driving with the flow of traffic when he was stopped the first time. He said it's not unusual to see people driving 10 miles over the speed limit. See, this is a state legislature that broke the law two separate times, got pulled over two separate times, but did not even get a ticket, and he's still complaining as if he's the victim whenever he committed a crime twice. He should have been given a ticket, in my opinion. This is the weak sissies that I'm talking about out here all over the place. And then at the end of the article, he says, quote, he wants to be, quote, clear. He added that he is not accusing the troopers of racism. Quote, we need police. We need responsive police, he said. 
but we also want police that are aware of their biases and are responsive to community. Because this person got pulled over twice for breaking the law, he wants to be to, for the police to say that there's biases. This is a weak, sissy, soy boy, crybaby punk that is saying all of this. And this is a state representative in Oregon. Again, probably a Manchurian, I mean, a Dominion system selection, if I had to guess. Just pitiful. Makes me so sick on how people, especially guys like that, that are supposed to be adults, they commit crimes and then they want to scream about, oh, it's racial, it's racial, it's biases, it's biases. Did you consider to look into how many people were pulled over at that same area? Probably not, because then that would mean you were using logical sense instead of trying to claim racism when there's not anything at all. So let me go to the scamdemic. I, we called it here when it actually first happened, and the reason that I called it the first time and said what, it, what I said, that it was actually a scam, a con job, was because I've seen them do this before. When all the news people start talking about the same thing, with all of the fake politicians start talking about the same thing, it's a scam. The second thing that I noticed was leading up to that point, all the search engines, DuckDuckGo and all of the other ones, the number one search term leading up to 2019 was hemp oil and CBD around the world. Simultaneously, the pharmaceutical pill-pushing companies had lost billions of dollars because people were stopped using their pills and started buying local accessible hemp oil in order to solve their problem and not to create an additional problem like the pills do. Well, I told you then that it happened, and look at what happened back December 20th, 2021. Pfizer buys a cannabis research company for $6.7 billion. Pfizer did, with the money that they corruptively coerced and colluded with other criminals to get from us. They just took our money and now are going to become a competitor because now they just bought a cannabis research company. Unbelievable, right? Well, it gets better, brothers and sisters. Guess what happened uh, two weeks ago? February 3rd, almost two weeks ago. Yale University announces a new cannabis research center. You can't make this stuff up. I couldn't make it up if I tried it. Because this stuff is so criminal. Because they pulled a, a scam in order to make sure that their money was going to be... Uh, not getting short any longer because they were losing billions of dollars. But then, not only did they come out and buy a research uh, company, but they also established a research center within one of the controlled apparatuses of their criminality. 
Yale, Harvard, Princeton, Stanford. That's the big ones. John Hopkins University is one for absolute positive. But, you know, we're just conspiracy people. Yale Research Center. These are not going to be anything more than, you know, what, what they tell us. I told you from the beginning that they were scamming all of us. And right now, we are seeing a lot of companies go under that would have made a bunch of money and a bunch of differences if the FDA would have ever stopped messing around and actually, uh, you know, done their job because President Trump so administration got hemp legalized federally in 2018, but since 2018, the FDA has not created a definition of supplements or um, legal path for hemp. All during that time, they've pulled the scamdemic. They've passed all of these fake drugs, these V-jabs from these pill-pushing companies that Gates and his soy boy fake, just transvestite-looking persons. They're sickos. They did all of this, but, you know, they want us to believe that everything that they tell us is true. It is a massive racket that they have created with criminals in offices that are doing the will of the criminals. We have every right to go and take everything that Pfizer owns. We have every right to go to Yale University and take everything that they own. We have every right to go to Harvard and do the same. Because these are criminal assets that keep getting investments made into them from the same criminals. That's the reason that they are where they are now. That's the reason that these groups do what they do is because they are criminals. They're psychopaths. They're sociopaths. We got to wake up to this, brothers and sisters. We have been played, and they're playing with our money, with our freedoms, and with our children's and our lives. If you're not pissed off about that, I don't know what more to say to you. You just need to go ahead and just go away, I guess, because all the patriot brothers and sisters that keep contacting us and that keep joining our email list and keep supporting our podcast by spreading this information far and wide, they're the ones that are going to do it all because the 80-20 rule has never been more applicable than today because 20% of us are real patriots and the other 80% are a bunch of posers. We're going to sit here and tell it like it is because we are Neo420 Talks, the podcast and video channel speaking truth against the lies.